On today's Locked On Texan podcast, Chris Conley is in, Marlon Mack is out, and the addition of O.J. Howard, college football weekend, how does that affect the Houston Texans? All of this ahead of week one's matchup against the Indianapolis Colts. Cody, let's go ahead and I think you know what to do. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome, everybody, to a Tuesday edition of the Locked On Texan Podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode of Locked On Texans is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more, or less than the prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First-time users can receive 100%, a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code LOCKEDON. That's prizepicks.com, promo code LOCKEDON. I'm Cody. No, you're Cody. I'm <laughs> Cody Davis here to discuss the Houston Texans. And I think it is fair to start the show with what's actively going on right now with this roster mm. that has seen a lot of facelifts, a lot of reductions, a lot of, you know, the roster so far has had a BBL uh, in and out, moving, transferring around. But Chris Conley is in. Marlon Mack is out. Conley was signed to the Texans practice squad. Marlon Mack, who was signed to the practice squad, previously is now out so Conley in mac out cody i think the question that is on everybody's mind right now is what the hell is going on <laughs> yeah you know at first it was a very confusing situation it's not too often where you see a player get cut not once but twice in the same week while this why an organization is making up their 53-man roster. And I spoke to a source prior to us hearing from Nick Casario on Wednesday, and they told me that don't be surprised if Chris Conley is back with the Houston Texans. And before moving forward, I do want to play you guys a quick sample of my discussion with Nick Casario last Wednesday about the quote-unquote departure of Chris Conley. Yeah. Uh, again, we look at every position the same old value in totality. I mean, I'd say there's a pretty good shot Chris is going to be back on the team. So, I mean, I think Chris has been a professional since the day that he got here. He's got a good attitude. He's got a good approach. He's well-respected by you know his teammates, well-respected by the coaching staff. So I would expect Chris to probably be back around here probably sooner rather than later. So I think, you know, every position, kind of like we talked about some of the other questions, you know, are we comfortable with the depth? Are we comfortable with the players of that position? If the player's here, we're comfortable with that player on the team, and they have to earn their role and create their role, whatever that is, on a week-to-week basis. And it's about 11 guys on a field performing at an optimum level on a consistent level. It's not going to be about one player, one particular thing. Now, the reason why we have seen Chris Conley go from on the 53-man roster to cut 
On the 53-man roster to cut is simply due to the fact that Nick Casario was using Chris Conley for flexibility to add more talent to the Houston Texans roster. As a matter of fact, when he got cut on Tuesday, that opened the door for the Houston Texans to go out there and claim Tyler Johnson off of waivers. He came back the very next day to be a part of the Houston Texans 53-man roster. The very next day, the Houston Texans decided to sign tight end O.J. Howard, which of course allowed to another departure for Chris Conley. On Sunday, the Houston Texans decided to reunite with Chris Conley, which has now put him on the Houston Texans practice squad. He was out there yesterday doing practice. However, John and listeners, I understand it. I get it. And I do like the fact that Nick Casario has that type of relationship to, you know, work around the rules quote-unquote to say, in hopes of bringing in more talent to this Houston Texans team, especially at two position groups where we really wanted to see Nick Casario address. However, I do not like the fact that reunited with Chris Conley ultimately ultimately ended up with the departure of running back Marlon Mack. Once again, you're looking at a running back in Marlon Mack who recorded 90 yards on 21 carries throughout the preseason. His production, in my opinion, was way more valuable than what we have seen out of Chris Conley last year and throughout the preseason. And you're looking at a guy throughout preseason who has only recorded 28 receiving yards on five catches. Yeah, listen, I want to know if Marlon Mack was ever or how long ago was Marlon Mack considered a a player that was going to make this team because I think that Marlon Mack and Chris Conley, when you look at those two, because both of those players have been through the ringer so far with the Houston Texans, in and out, in and out, Hmm. and Marlon Mack just did a whole lot more. Now, Chris Conley is a player that for Houston, that wide receiver group, I think it's lacking more than the running back group because the running back group, you really only need one or two solid players. And, mm. and you know who your RB1 is and Damian Pierce. Running back two, as John Crumpler likes to call him, uh, could be Sexy Rexy. I think eventually we will see a change in that, whether it's Rex Burkhead or Dare, or you know, maybe Houston does at some point throughout the season, brings in another back, but for Chris Conley, it makes sense in terms of depth chart. The, the, the position is thin. Uh, but if you're looking at who was more of a deserving player of this 53-man roster or or somebody that can make this practice squad, it was hands down Marlon Mack. Now, hmm. you know, there is a relationship there with Chris Conley and Pep Hamilton and Davis Mills. Right. Both of those, you know, all three of those men that I've just mentioned were a part of this franchise last year. And I think that Chris Conley maybe has an edge over Marlon Mack or any other guy that, you know, has gotten cut because he may understand conceptual what Pep Hamilton is trying to do offensively. And he may understand what Davis Mills can and cannot do. The issue is whenever we saw Chris Conley on the field, none of the knowledge that I'm optimistically speaking that he has none of that ever showed. Right. And so when you look at that 16 man spots on the practice squad, of course, Houston is going to keep spots open and bring guys over for guys like 
Tyler, not Tyler Johnson, but a uh, camp, a Johnson the third, or those type of players. But the veterans that you were contemplating, this is another head scratcher for me. And it makes me wonder how much was Marlon Mack really valued and when was the last time he was valued? So, but Nick Asterio is a guy that we've seen on countless occasions make the decisions he wants to make, make the improvements he believes will help this roster. And at this time, bringing in that vet wide receiver, bringing him over to the practice squad, which is where he is at, and eventually having him in your back pocket at some point throughout the season, maybe you want to bring him up for this thin wide receiver group. Maybe that edges out more than having Marlon Mack on this practice Excuse me, on this practice squad. I'm not sure. I'm confused about it like a lot of guys. But with week one right around the corner, I do think both of those players are more of the least talking points um, than, you know, what else is going on. Like O.J. Howard to the Houston Texans, who will be rocking number 83. Before moving on, John, listeners, I do want to say this, and I will ask around because I'm also dying to know what was this whole experiment with Marlon Mack? And at the end of the day, you know, as right now we're talking about how Chris Conley got a roster spot or at least a practice squad roster spot over Mack. And, of course, when you take a look at the 53-man roster, you look at guys like Darway, you look at guy, of course, Rex Burkhead, who was the biggest. Why is he still on this team? You know, the, those two guys getting a roster spot, over Mac. At the end of the day, John, listeners and viewers, I do believe to answer your question, when you say you wonder how much this team actually valued Matt, going back to voluntary OTAs, mandatory mini camp, and even through the first two weeks of training camp, it seems like Marlon Mack was valued a lot. We saw him taking a lot of reps with the first team. Not only that, we saw him being used on special teams and punt and kick returner. However, the preseason opener against the New Orleans Saints, there's a rookie by the name of Damian Pierce who on his very first carry rushed for nine yards. And from that moment on, <laughs> I truly do believe that is when the value for Marlon Mack went down in the city of Houston. And I say all that just to say, you know, we can make all these excuses and say we are con- we are confused why Mack is no longer a part of this organization. But at the end of the day, I don't think nobody, including Nick Casario and the Houston Texans, did not expect did not expect for Damian Pierce to make this much of an impact this soon and this fast. Uh, I think you can argue that. Ah, uh, you can argue that if you <laughs> if you guys know Cody and I, you know where that's from. But you know, I want to remind folks of Dante Moncrief's stint as a Houston Texan last offseason. Mm. Right, like he was signed. And this is one of the more, you know, familiar cases. He was signed in March of 2021 last year and was released by the Texans in July. So this is Nick Casario. This is who he's shown us to be. We're going to bring you in. And we want to see what you can do, whether it's actually preseason film or whether we see it throughout training camp at some point. Let's see what you have. And if I don't like it, then, you know, hopefully you land on your feet. But, We'll see you later. Ladies and gentlemen, let me make sure I tell you about Price Picks. Once again, 
Listen, it's the daily fantasy made easy. You can pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than the prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. And get this, first-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code Locked On. That's prizepicks.com, promo code Locked On. Again, prizepicks.com. Promo code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, Locked On. Welcome back, Locked On Texan listeners and viewers out there. Something interesting happened to me over the weekend, and I have to uh, share this. Cody, I was out and about uh, trying to find some new work clothes, right, and Listen, I, I'm, you know, going to give me some clothes. And I run into somebody, and he says, man, where do I know you from? And I say, mm-hmm. well, I don't know. I grew up in the south side part of town. Where are you from? He says, north side. And so we start going through the, where well, I know you from. Do I know you? Is this your people? Is that not your people? And then he says, hold on. You do YouTube? I said, <laughs> yeah, I'm on YouTube. He said, you cover the Texans. <laughs> I said, yeah, I cover the Texans, man. I want to shout out Zach Ryan, who caught me over the weekend while we were shopping for some clothes, recognized me. Man, I want to let you know how much, and I didn't show it at the time, but how much that really meant to me. Cody, he shouted you out as well, says he loved what we're doing. And listen, we're going to keep bringing that heat every day. Yes, sir. Let's talk about O.J. Howard, though, Cody. Number 83, coming mm. over from the Buffalo Bills after presumably signing with the Cincinnati Bengals. That fell through. He is now a Houston Texan. And listen, there is a conversation that needs to be had about realistic expectations, reality. And when we look at O.J. Howard, what he's been able to do in the NFL, what he has been able to do to sustain a second contract with one team, all of these things come into place. But realistically, Cody, I do expect for O.J. Howard, as of right now, to compete for playing time. I think there's an opportunity for Houston to use him this upcoming Sunday. One thing that I thought was very mm-hmm. interesting when O.J. Howard was asked about Pep Hamilton's offense, he said he uses his tight ends. And I think that's, you know, not only not only important for O.J. Howard, but for Brevin Jordan, Farrell Brown, any other other any other other tight ends that would be taking snaps this year. But realistically, I think that we need to understand that we are getting a tight end that is currently on his third team that talent-wise and potentially can be the tight end number one, but just hold your horses. There is some there is some time built in with Brevin Jordan. He'll have an opportunity to prove what he can do. Uh, I can see OJ Howard if he ends this season a Houston Texan working out for Houston in different ways that may not show up on the stat sheet. But I think this is ultimately a solid pickup. I'm not gonna oh we just did you know none of that. Mm-hmm. I think the Texans just brought in a solid player that can help their offense out. I believe that this addition of OJ is more so of a low risk, high reward type of deal because I I understand why some people are excited about the OJ signing. I mean, you know me, John, I came on this show on Friday. You looked at me kind of, kind of crazy. And so did big stars when I said, I could see him being this team's number one tight end. 
Um, I'm 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 a moonwalk a little bit back and say maybe not as early as this Sunday, but come week three, week four of the regular season, if he continues to be healthy and continues to showcase why he could be a potential steal for the Houston Texans, I could see him eventually taking the helm as this team starting tight end. Because like I mentioned, Brevin Jordan, yes, he has a lot of potential, but there are times where we still scratching our heads and we're saying to ourselves, uh, Brevin Jordan does not look like he could be the tight end for the future. And look, I'm very high on Farrell Brown. However, this is a guy who cannot stay healthy as of right now. He is going into our third season with this organization. And it seems like every other week we're talking about some type of injury that Farrell Brown has had. As a matter of fact, this is a guy who has just recovered from a hamstring injury that he sustained during training camp. However, with all that being said, when I take a look at O.J. Howard, I truly do believe that this is a guy who can be close to the player that he was during his first three seasons with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I say that because, look, first and foremost, you're talking about a guy, and of course, I believe this might be his best attribute as a tight end. You talk about the protection that he, that he can give you in the run game, in the passing game. However, John, listeners and viewers, I also believe that he is going to be a safety blanket for Davis Mills, just like he was in his first three seasons playing alongside Jameis Winston. Now, look, I understand Jameis Winston. Yeah, and Tom Brady, but look, Jameis Davis Mills, look, Tom Brady is like way off the charts. But when I take a look at his time with Jameis Winston, once again, he was playing alongside another young quarterback who was still developing and still trying to find his niche in the league. And when you go back and you take a look at Jameis's play with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you're looking at a guy who was a little bit inconsistent every time he had tried to attempt to throw the ball downfield. And he was actually very successful when he was able to connect with OJ on those check down plays. And when I go back and I take a look at what I saw out of Davis Mills throughout preseason, throughout training camp, throughout OTAs, throughout mandatory minicamp, I looked at a quarterback who can excel by playing, by utilizing his tight end with those check down passes. And that's exactly what I'm going to see out of the connection between Davis Mills and OJ Howard. Once again, you're talking about a guy through his first three seasons in the league recorded 1446 yards and 12 touchdowns and I know you know he has been plagued by injuries over the last couple of years however I do want to mention not only did injuries kind of prevent him from keeping up the fast start to his career but at the same time once he got injured what did Tom Brady do? He went out and got his best friend and Gronk. And once Gronk came in, that definitely ruined or hindered his career with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I still believe there is some untapped potential there for OJ as long as he stayed stays healthy. And of course, as long as, as long as he can be a safety blanket for Davis Mills, I do believe that this could be a very significant signing for the Houston Texans for this upcoming season. And what's more important you know, why we think that, I think, is because how we believe this offense is going to be set up. So we were wanting, I think I can speak for myself, we were wanting Brevin Jordan to be a more vertical threat. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen that yet. And so when you look at the addition of O.J. Howard, it, I think what's significant about it is you're going to be in an offense 
and this is for not only OJ Howard, but this is for Jordan and Brown. You're in an offense that will use you, right? Don't expect the long bombs, but why OJ Howard in Houston is significant. Number one, of course, we should be seeing these two tight end sets, some 12 personnel out there. We can get both of those guys on the field at one time. But this is an offense, like you said, Cody, perfectly. Davis Mills is going to hit you between three to six yards most of the time, right? This isn't where you have to normally, like a Jimmy Graham situation, like a Kettle situation, like some of the top tight ends in Travis Kelsey, where, yeah, you know, we may hit you on a five and out, but we may just hit you down the seam a lot and, and, you know, hope that you can make a play like a Mark Andrews for the for the for the Ravens and so uh OJ Howard is in a position where if you can create some separation and you know between four to seven yards you know catch the ball make a man miss you have an opportunity to make some plays he still ran a four or five come out of college a couple of years ago hmm. still a big guy isn't the easiest to bring down and we've seen him play with Jameis we've seen him play with Tom Brady even this offseason and preseason with uh, Josh Allen. So he's played with some top caliber court quarterbacks. And I think that when you look at the offense and the system, this is an opportunity for him to listen. All I got to do is make a man miss. All I got to do is get the first down. All I got to do is be, you know, you know, catch the ball, not make mental errors. These are the areas where I'm expecting him to be better than Brevin, especially in terms of mental errors and dropping the passes and things along those lines. But OJ, with a breath of fresh air here in Houston, he can make the most out of this opportunity. I'm still hopeful on Brevin Jordan. This is not me discarding him in any way, shape, form, or fashion. I think that he can be utilized to make up for some of the lack of depth at the wide receiver position. But as a tight end, in terms of a whole full tight end, OJ Howard may be in the best position to resurrect his career. And if you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs just yet, you're simply depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. Are you guys ready? It is the delicious, indulging cookie dough covered in 100% chocolate. That's right. Built Bar has done it again. The cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories, and they only have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. That's a good thing. Not only they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. Run to Built.com to snag a box for you and the family. It'd be a perfect treat. Or you can really just find a good hiding place and hoard them all to yourself. Either way, don't miss out on it. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCK15, LOCKED ON15 for 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED ON15. For 15% off at built.com, you are not going to want to miss these trees. I guarantee you. Thank you for making Locked On Texans your first listen today and every day. Now make Locked On Fantasy Football your second listen. Find the intellectual fantasy expert, Vinny Iyer, who brings over 20 years of NFL expertise and a unique angle to give you the moves no one else simply has. Get ready for your fantasy draft with Locked On Fantasy Football today. We had some fun over the weekend between Friday starting around 8 39 o'clock, and it spewed over into uh, spilled over to Saturday as well, just a little bit. But a friend of ours, 
And I will say a friend of ours, Cody and I, Big Sars came on the show and he said that <laughs> Kyle Allen would win eight games if he was the starting quarterback. And uh, that got text and Twitter in <laughs> shambles. Uh, but I would like to say this. There are some things that you want to see out of your quarterback in terms of taking the risk that, Cody, you've seen it at training camp. Sarge has seen it at training camp that Davis Mills, excuse me, just hasn't actively done. But between Thursday and Monday, we got college football. And I had an opportunity, just like I'm sure the rest of you guys did, to watch the Georgia Bulldogs play football against Oregon. And they completely manhandled them. I mean, they were bullying them, right? This is one of those situations where I know you guys are a power five, but you understand why the SEC is getting paid what they're getting paid for TV deals. You understand why there is a certain level of respect that you have for certain SEC teams compared to the top team in the Pac-12. Oregon just looked like little kids compared to what Georgia was putting out there. And Kirby Smart even said it. We just have the better players. But I'm watching Jalen Carter, a defensive tackle, play football for Georgia. And I got to tell you, you guys better hope Davis Mills is good this year. Like, if Davis Mills is good, then you may have an opportunity to have Jalen Carter. And, that, of course, this depends on where Houston will you know, end up next year or will the Browns may end up next year for the draft, top five, top three. I don't know. But watching Jalen Carter play football, there was one play where he just bulldozed another man out of the way. And didn't lose a head of steam, didn't lose velocity, didn't lose anything as an athlete at his size that can move with that much power. You guys should pray that Davis Mills is somewhat the answer and that can take you to the mountaintop because following him up this year, if you can have Jalen Carter as a Houston Texan, hell, even Will Anderson as a Houston Texan, I'm pretty sure you'd rather have those two players than maybe a C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young. Of course, we'll see how the season continues out, but I don't think nobody popped off the screen this weekend in terms of Power 5 big-name school competition like Jalen Carter did, Cody. Jalen Green, Jalen Carter, Jalen, Jalen Petro. You might as well continue. Just, 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 just continue just the, 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 the Trinity, the Jalen's trinity that's what we're gonna call this look john this is part of the reason why i've been so hopeful and rooting for davis mills because when i take a look at this houston texans rebuilding core i keep saying to myself and you could attest to this as well if davis mills succeed continues to get better and shows a lot of promise where once again He's not only the starting quarterback for 2022, but beyond, you're looking at a situation where Nick Casario, Lovey Smith, and the rest of the Houston Texans staff can focus on building the rest of this roster. And if they can get their hands on a quality starting quarterback, sooner rather than later, you're looking at a situation where the Houston Texans rebuilding core will be a lot better 
and will go a lot faster. And if that happens, that means Texans in primetime, Texans in playoffs, Texans in contention can get back to being in the same sentence. I understand it. We had it a couple years ago, and for a lot of people, including us, that era did not last long. However, once again, John, listeners and viewers, if Davis Mills can go out there and be the quarterback that we all hoping, you have an opportunity for this city to add another Jalen <laughs> to their franchise. Listen, and, and I look at it like a situation like this. If if Davis Mills is somewhat resilient, res- resembling the quarterback of the future, now you can really go get other players that are like must see. Carter is one of those players. Anderson is one of those players. They're going to be players that we see throughout this year that are must see TV. And when you're a must see TV, like that goes to the league with you until you maybe bust out, phase out, or whatever. But when Trevor Lawrence came to the Jags, everybody's eyes was glued to we got to see what the Jags can do this year. Hmm. Uh, Jordan Davis in Philly, once that clip went viral of him pushing the center back, now it's like well, we, we got to see what he can do really in, in real life against real real players in real games. And I'm not calling the city not a real player, but in real live action games is what I'm hmm. trying to say. So it follows him. And, and I think even with the Jalen Petrie effect, if you watch him play football in the Big 12, like I, right, like you know how good of a player he is. And so your first question is, will he be used right? We're seeing him being used right. So now we like, we got to watch him play football because we know how electric he was in college. So he's one of those players where it will at least follow him for a year or two. And if he builds on that, you got to keep watching him. But that is what Carter is. That is what Will Anderson is. And, Again, like I said, we'll see throughout the college year who else is like that. But right now, hmm. y'all better pray Kyle <laughs> Allen, like Sar said, is not out there to win those eight games. You better pray Davis Mills shows some some type of growth where he's a starting quarterback for the future. Because if you got an opportunity to get Mills, I mean, to get Carter, you're in good hands. Thank you guys for checking out today's episode of the Locked On Texan podcast. Be sure to check us out on YouTube under the name Locked On Texans. Follow us on Twitter at LockedOnTexans.com and follow me on Twitter at John underscore Hickman 12. And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace.